0: Welcome back to another episode of Trueness of the Words, a place for women authentic and vulnerable. I'm your host, Eleanor, and my guest today is Kimberly Clemens. Kimberly is a wife, a mother, a youth advocate, licensed and ordained minister, international speaker. She's an author, certified life coach, and an entrepreneur. Kimberly is the founder of The Girls Factory, a nonprofit. Her purpose is to equip, encourage, and empower girls while bringing awareness to domestic violence and sexual abuse. She is also a licensed cosmetologist where she promotes young girls and women to indulge in self-care. Now, let me just say this, Kimberly, you are busy, and I just want to thank you for joining us today As you know, we are in a series about accepting and loving our adult children. The Lord alone placed this within me. I myself am on a hard journey, almost, I want to say it's almost 14 years of ups and downs with my daughter. So I've surrendered unto God, knowing that He does not make mistakes and will use it all for His glories. So let's talk about accepting and loving our adult children from someone. That has a very busy schedule.
1: (laughs) Busy, right? Yes. You know, some people may say busy. I say fulfilling. Okay. Because everything that I do, I do with passion. I do with purpose. And I know that, you know, God has given me the grace to do the things that I do. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. Now, when you in your bio, even though we're talking about um, accepting and loving our adult children, you also it says about sexual abuse when it comes to girls. Right. And that could be sexual abuse can be boys as well. But for daughters and women, that sexual abuse is there in areas. Do you see where that could possibly be an area that affects them as they have become adults and how we handle them?
1: Oh, yeah, it absolutely affects us as um, adults. You know, my mission comes because that's what my experience was, you know, being raped as a child uh, from five to 14. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. It, it, it shaped my thoughts about who I was. I believed what my perpetrator said about me. Um, I didn't have confidence. I didn't even know confidence came from God. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know God was with me. I, I didn't know that as I was going through. Um, you know, I had a heart of stone. You know, I was very angry, very hateful. I, I didn't believe. Um, that life was even worth living. Mm. I know um, from that happening to me as a child, when I became an adult, I blamed everything I did on that. So it didn't matter if it was my own mistake, I blamed that, you know? Mm. And it wasn't until God began to uh, open up my eyes, I began to let God in into my life yes. so I can see that mm. okay, yeah, that was horrible that was bad that was traumatic that was not you know something good but God used it for my good
0: you yes. know and
1: I believe that um, God did he protected me I remember asking God you know what kind of a God are you that you would allow a child to be raped, a child to be touched, a child to be penetrated, a child to be, you know, in the midst of all this trauma. And God, Mm -hmm. I believe God spoke right back to me really quick.
0: Wow, He said, Mm -hmm. I'm the
1: kind of God that did not allow you to become pregnant. Mm -hmm. I'm the kind of God that did not not allow you to become um, addicted to drugs. I'm the -hmm. kind of God that did not allow you to fulfill that suicide thought mm-hmm. I'm the kind of guy that kept you off of the streets from prostitution mm-hmm. and the more I heard yeah. God say those things it was like I was softened and God mm-hmm. up my mind to say wow God you I guess you were there with me you know yeah. that's my testimony of being healed and my testimony of being delivered and it gave me an opportunity to say, okay, well, God, so who am I? You know, what am mm. I supposed to be doing? All that mess happened to me. What what good can come out of that? And to be able to help young ladies, which broke my heart to know that young ladies are still going through that, um, still living in domestic violence, still living um, with that secret. I held my secret until I was 35 years old. Mm. And... I, I, it's it's um, very, very hurtful to know that girls are still living what I went through years ago. They're living it today. But God said, I've sent someone to help. I've sent someone to deliver. And Jesus is our way. He is our answer. And the Holy Spirit guides us to peace in our minds, peace in our hearts, peace in our spirits to understand that God is working through us and He's gonna use those things that the enemy meant for bad. He's gonna use them for our good.
0: Oh, that is powerful. I'm you know, I am smiling, but not smiling because my trauma was this, uh, similar. I was I was actually molested in kindergarten by my stepbrother. I was then raped. At the age of 14. So I carried that into my adult years, even in raising my daughter. So I chose, and that brings us into that, right? Loving our adult children. So I used, um, I don't want to know if I say use I was upset in some areas of my life because I couldn't understand why the same thing. Lord, why would you allow something like that to happen? But as I grew in my love and knowledge of him, I understood more and more that we live in a fallen world and these are things that happen that come about. But I carry that into raising my daughter. I was uh, overprotective in many areas, uh, struggling with certain things where she was concerned because I was trying to protect her from what I went through. So when I think when I hear you say that, that is a rough thing that we deal with when it comes to that. Now, you mentioned I keep my notes. You say this all the time. I keep my notes so I'll know what it is so that I don't want to miss anything. So I write my notes and I keep them. in. And one of the things you stated was when it comes to our adult children, letting them, you have it, I have it written. You said letting them live their life and respecting them as adults, no longer telling them what to do. That's powerful. Can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, um, I, I first want to say that I um, I did the same thing with my children because of what I went through. You know, I was overprotective. But mm. as a parent, we are supposed to protect our children. So I didn't allow what I did to, to be viewed as bad. You know, I, it was something that I should do because it wasn't done for me. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't protected as a child. So God gave us that on the inside for us to know that we should protect. Now, if I took it too far, forgive me, mm-hmm. Lord. Forgive me, daughter. Forgive me, son. Um, but God knew my heart. You know, I I did mean well with it. Um, yeah. I believe that when our children, our children, they will always be our children because we bore them or raised them or,
0: You know, Mm -hmm.
1: um, they're they're ours because God has given them to us. So we may use that term, our children, but there's a difference when we're raising our children um, as little kids, like they need our guidance. They need rearing and steering. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. um, when, and and Proverbs talked about, you know, the rod and the staff, you know, there's a purpose that we rear our, our children in the way that, you know, that they should go, right? Mm-hmm. So, we tell our children what to do get up, yes. brush your teeth, comb your hair, go to school. You know, those are things that we tell them to do pick the paper yes. up off the floor, clean your room. Yes. So, we're raising our children in that sense. You know, we tell them, no, you can't go here with your friends. No, that's not good. And now, one thing that I did was when my children asked me, well, why can't I? I told them why, you know, I might, mm-hmm. it might not have been right, but I told them what, yes. you know, it could lead up to, or what could happen, or what happened to me, y'all. I, I didn't know what was uh, too much and what was too little. I just told them because I, you know, it wasn't done for me. So I didn't have that, that uh, boundary or that parameter mm-hmm. of how much is too much. But, um, When they become adults now, the world tells us adulthood comes at 18 or 21. So um, as they are done with high school, there should be a shift. You know, um, we should be listening more to Hmm. them, exercising what we taught them. There's... uh, uh, a, a, a period, I always tell people between 18 and 25, our children are gonna need us more right. than they think that they're gonna need us. But what we can't do is treat them like pick up the paper, put on your shoes, brush your teeth. No, we didn't did our part. This yes. is now time for us to sit back and allow them to ask mm. us, you know, wow. ask us, hey mom, or hey, dad, or grandma, or, or you know, guardian, whoever you are to them, when they ask, you know, what college should I go to? It shouldn't mm. be oh, you going here and you doing wow. this. It shouldn't be oh, you're going to college. It should not be that because then it gives them an opportunity to to blame you mm. <laughs> instead of taking accountability. You know, so you you ask them. Okay, so I, I'm gonna tell you what I did with my children. You know, mm-hmm. I was in, in ministry when I was uh, raising my children. God had had called me to to minister, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was. So I, you know, I went to my church, Triumph Church, Pastor Solomon Kenlock.
0: Uh-huh. I
1: went to um, church, and I, and I would say, okay, this is what God said, and he would say, okay, you go over here. You see this person, and at the time, it was Reverend Matt. And Reverend Mac had this class, a ministerial class for us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in that class, oh, I met some beautiful ministers. You know, of course, I felt less than because I didn't even know what a minister did. But I knew I heard God. You know, I knew what he told me to do. Okay. So I would sit in class. And at that time, my husband was overseas. He's a Marine. So he he was out the country. And I, my two children were one on the right leg, one on the left leg. And I would whatever I learned in that pew, I would take my notes and come home. My kids took notes in church, and we would come home and we would talk about talk about the sermon from the notes, how we understood it. Whatever I learned in class, I never forget Reverend Dr. Thomas, and um, there were some others that that would pour into us in class. I would come home and I would say, look y'all, I don't know, y'all need to pray like me. And my kids would pray because <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I you know, my pastor would say, you know, who did God call you to be? And we would have to go home and, and ask God, who did he call us to be? So I would be home yes. and go, look, y'all I'm about to go ask God who he called me to be. Y'all need to be doing the same thing. And my kids uh-huh. would do it, you know and and together we learned who God is together wow. so i i didn't know more than my i didn't know more than my kids and i didn't present myself like i mm. knew more but they they respected the authority because of how i raised my children how my husband mm. you know my husband and i are very different people he's very laid back i'm the driver i'm the <laughs> one that's going to Oh, you know, in the house. And like I said, you know, part of that was what I grew up in.
0: But uh-huh.
1: I, I wanted my children to realize that they could come to me. Yes. But I didn't want them. Don't look for me to tell you what to do as an adult. Mm. I'm going to respect That's my good. place of being um, an adult. and you, But you will always respect me just as well as I will always respect you.
0: Wow. That is so good. Kimberly, you have, so, so you, I, my fingers, I don't know if you can see my hands went crazy over here. I'm still the notes. So I want to make sure, because I want to make sure the ladies get this so we can unpack it appropriately for them. When you spoke about the college thing. Okay. So I almost, I said, okay, now that's me. Let me hurry up. <laughs> so my, because I'm very, I, I like to be, I didn't see things so much then, you know, when I, because I was a single mother and I, I often state this because it's clear because we're going to talk about that in the future, but it is so real that with my daughter, I was a single mother. Her father wasn't he didn't help raise her. So it was his choice. He chose to not be there in that space is what I'm saying he, so I raised her on my own. So here's that responsibility that you have, right? And my responsibility was at that time, you're thinking, I'm the mother, I'm the father. Well, really, no, you're just the mother. You're not the father. However we want to look at that, we're, we're the mother. But when <laughs> my daughter, it was time for uh, school, when it, you know, college, I remember saying, because when you said that about that college thing, I remember saying, um, Yes, I'm paying. You can go to college. I'm paying. I'll pay for that. I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure that it's provided for. But here was the caveat that I gave. And I look back on it because you just you more than slapped my hand. You literally just came upside my head with this. I told her she wanted to do social work. And she had this whole vision about social work. I had listened to. That's why it's important, ladies listening, we have to make sure we're listening to what is appropriate from the Lord, which is why we need to be in constant relationship with God so we'll know. And I heard it stated, you don't send your children to college to get a degree in something that doesn't pay them the same amount that you're paying for this degree. So I said, "Um, you can go. But we have, because she used, to, her major dream in the beginning was she wanted to be a neonesthetist. Oh, yes. Right. Oh, yeah. We love them big words. Yes. So, so, so I said, okay. Well, then she switched it on me. And I said, I'm, I'm not paying for social work. You won't bring it. I'm paying more money for the tuition. Now, we, we can go. So I paid. I said, well, you can go dictating now. Okay. Because that when you talk about that, we're, we're telling them. And that part about how we get blamed. That's why I'm bringing that on home. We get blamed. So I'm dictating that you can go. I'm going to pay for it. I paid for her a couple of years. Um, well, actually, it wasn't even a couple of years, a couple of semesters, because when she went, it was like, okay, I'm frustrated because you're going, you're not passing, you're not doing what you need to do, because it was, my thing was you go to to a community college for the first couple of years. If I see you're serious, then I'll invest in the university. Well, what I did not understand at the moment, because I had allowed myself to take the seat of the driver and not allow God to stay at the realm. she had already given me what her passion was. And she had a dream for what she could do for other women. But my mind could only see financially what I'm paying out and financially what you will bring in. So I overlooked the vision that God had placed inside of her because I was looking at a financial. So even though, yes, I'm paying for you to go to school, her, she had no drive in that because this wasn't what was birthed inside of her. Now, fast forward the blaming part because I'm dictating that wasn't her passion. Now that she says, okay, she's not doing what needs to be done. I'm being blamed, right? But I get it now. I get it where the blame is coming from because she wasn't articulate enough to explain it. But now, and I don't mean she's not articulate. I'm talking about at that timing, she couldn't explain it the way she was trying to tell it to me. And that is you, even though you're paying for this, you took my real passion, my drive, my dream, my life that I have inside of me, away from me. So I got the blame. So that is something that I'm saying it that way. So ladies hearing this, listen to what Kim is saying. And then what I'm saying on the flip side of that, where I did just what she said, don't do. And I gained the blame. When if I would have just allowed God to manifest and do what he had to be done, it would all be okay. Okay. They would have to own their part if it didn't go right. But what about if it's greater than that? God expounds it to something huge that they're using for the glory of God. So you had me just, I couldn't stop writing over here.
1: Yeah. I I, I thank you for your testimony because, you know, especially us who, um, you know, we profess crisis, crisis, Lord, you know, oh, God is good and God is big, but we forget that when we're raising our children, you know, mm-hmm. God knows our children just as well that he knows us as the adult, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I, I heard the same thing. I heard someone say, and they are, they're very adamant about, you don't send your kids to college to be a social worker. You know, mm-hmm. you don't do that because they don't make any money. And then that is so easy to grab, you know, because we want our kids to be financially stable. Yes. But we forget we serve a God who supplies all our needs, right? Like how in the world do we uh say the stuff or we sit in yes. church, go to Bible study, we show up for the meetings, we do all that stuff, but then we come
0: forget on. Yes, come <laughs> on.
1: that we serve and a, a God who gives us everything we need. So, telling our children, um you know, those things that, you know, we mean well, but that's a moment to say, you know what, daughter, forgive me.
0: Yes. You know
1: let the let that child or forget, uh, son, forgive me, let them mm-hmm. know, you know, I did the best that I could with the information that I had, yes. but it may not have been the best for you. You yes, know, it may not you. been the right timing for you. So forgive me. I didn't yes. do it to hurt you. I did the best that I could. And, those are those moments where we can look and see how God has opened us up to who He is. Yeah, you know, I, I want to testify to my daughter. She she went to um, college right after uh, school. I mm-hmm. homeschooled both of uh, my children, oh. and I only did it because God told me. Y'all, mm-hmm. I, I'm not lying. I had never heard of the word home
0: homeschool.
1: I had never heard of that, and I started asking people. Um, who homeschool, you know, am I doing this right? Because I could hear from God, but mm. I didn't know, you know, I didn't want to be crazy, pulling my kids out of school and stuff, but he blessed me to be around a homeschool group. Yes. Then um, my past, one of the pastors at, at Triumph Church, they were homeschooling their kids, but God still in that, he was like, I gave you something for your children.
0: Um, Um,
1: You can't do what they're doing. You got to do what I'm telling you for your children. So when my daughter graduated first, um, she she had these high dreams of doing military, you know, joining the military, you know, following in her dad's footsteps, being a Marine. Well, she changed that, which I had some beautiful women older women that would tell me their experiences. Uh-huh. So I would put that stuff in my pocket and hold it because I knew that I would encounter that. Mm-hmm. And they would tell me, oh, my daughter did this and my daughter did that and my son did this. And I would listen and I would say, okay, well, if that happens to me in, in my raising of my children, at least I can go to them or I could learn from that. Mm-hmm. Well, my daughter, she she changed her mind. I wasn't frazzled. Kids changed their mind, you know. Okay, yeah. that's not the that's not a big deal. Then she wanted to do FBI, so we took her. We took her, she did the FBI class, she applied. They told her it could take at least 10 years for you to even get. So we were like, mm-hmm. okay, well, every day, my husband, because he's a Marine, very proud Marine. He said, you need to join, you need to join, you need to join. And it was wearing me down because she <laughs> put her little lip out. <laughs> she would be so like stressed out because okay. she wanted to please daddy. You know, she was, a, she is still a daddy's girl, but okay. she wanted to please daddy. But I could feel her spirit, like mm. what I want to do?
0: Wow. I sat
1: her down one day and he, he was in the kitchen. I sat her mm-hmm. down in our living room and she sat down. I said, Jordan, her name is Jordan. Okay. I said, Jordan, what do you want to do? Wow. And she said, mommy, she looked me dead in my eyes. She said, mommy, mm-hmm. all I want to do is dance. She had danced since the age of seven or eight years old. Dance in the church.
0: You're not about to have me over here crying, had
1: some of the most beautiful dance instructors. Keisha from Triumph, Dr. Sabrina from Triumph. She even, I mean, she, it was in her, Mm. in her. And that's all she wanted to do. She's danced in church and in local dance schools she had the passion. She told mm. me God told her to dance. That was the ministry that mm. she was given. And I saw the fruit in it. And when she told me that, I told her, I said, "You know what, Jordan? You need money to dance." Mm. She said, "I want to dance around the world." I said, "Okay. Well, what job can you get?" to take you around the world so that you can fulfill your purpose. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to ask your boss, can I, or you don't want to spend your life being mad because you got this job that you can't dance and do what you're passionate about and purpose to do. Mm -hmm. And I said, girl, the only thing I can think of is military or flight attendant. I said, that could get you around the world. I said, I don't know nothing else. I said, but let's pray and ask God, what yeah. child can you get to do what he has purposed and called you to do, which is dance. Mm. She prayed. She came back and she said, mommy, I applied and I got to go to Florida. She what? Now, she now is a flight attendant for Spirit. I love spirit. To me, that was a sign from God because the spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to watch over my people. (laughs) People complain about spirit. It ain't spirit. It's people that get on and off. (laughs) It ain't spirit. And I knew it was God. And my baby Mm. literally dances around the world. Wow. My baby is called to help people. She danced in Africa at the age she was, what, 17 years old in Africa, doing what she said God called her to do. I didn't even, y'all didn't even know what missions was, but Mm. she told me, God told me to go to Africa. God told me to go help these people. I had to do research
0: to find (laughs) out.
1: And then I would pray, God, you show me how to help them do what you said. Yes. So when we impart in, 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 in our, oh, you got to go to this college or you got to do this. That's our, that's mm. our stuff that we're laying heavy on our on children. Our
0: children. So yes. That's not,
1: it's not fair. We should be asking God, God, who did you create this child to be? Mm. And then God help me steer them in that direction.
0: Yes, yes.
1: It's not up to us. It's up to God. God is the one. And then our kids have mm. to have their own testimony. See, yes. as a kid we can say don't run in the street, don't touch the plug, you know, eat all your vegetable. We can do that, but when they become adults, it's time for them to learn. If you don't if you don't put God first, if you mm. don't keep your promise with God, if you don't go to God in prayer, then 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 your life. It's your life that you're accountable to with God, not
0: me. Mm. That's so powerful.
1: Yeah, you as know. an adult, we want them to learn that they they too have a testimony where others can overcome by their testimony.
0: I love that. You talk the, the dance part, the it's like uh, I don't know if you heard me, but I say you're about to maybe get all crazy over here with the tear and the carrying on <laughs> my daughter, she has a voice. And first of all, let me say, I I, I only have one child, one, uh, one daughter. I don't have any more children. just, that's my only uh, baby girl. So I guess for, I thought she was just mine, right? Just, just nothing, nobody else, but she has an angelic voice. Now, let me just say this. People say things about, oh, this and that. No, I'm not just saying that. No one knows on either side of her family my side her father's side no one knows where this voice came from no one has a voice she has an amazing voice and so her godfather is um he's a pastor he actually has uh, he had a couple albums that has come out earlier years when she was younger so when she wanted to sing in high school uh we talked to him and he said well listen, there are some things, but I said, here we go with me again, I think too much of this is about where I'm like, Lord, I don't went wrong in a lot of places here. (laughs) I I did the upbringing, I did what, you know, I said, I'm thinking, okay, I might not have, I got some things wrong here, but she could sing, still can, she can sing amazingly. And I said, when you fit, here we go. I said, when you finish with high school, then we can talk about it. Then it was the closer we got to <laughs> that. When you finish with college. And then I went to the, well, once you give me the high school diploma, the, the degree, that's mine too. You know, I kept pushing away from that. And her voice, when she sings the Lord's, ministry of his words when he's when she's singing. It's just like who you look and you wonder who is this. I we were at when I was married, when I got married, and we had the song that we were playing, I wanted my daughter to sing, which and she did. At the and the people ran out that were managing the audio because they thought that the audio was still going it was her singing so they thought that the 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 actual audio that they had playing for the song was continuously playing and the name of the song was uh etta james at last Mm -hmm. she was singing that song everybody was saying even after the fact we thought that the audio was going through the speakers and it was her that's what she's
1: still singing now
0: she, I don't, she sings to her children, to my grandchildren. That's who she sings to. And I said, if I have an opportunity right now, and I say that because I've said it to the Lord, if you open that door for me to give that opportunity, almost like a do-over for my baby girl, to allow her to have an opportunity to sing, or if he would just open that door for her, give me what you want me to do, Lord, to help her fulfill that, and I will. Whatever that means, because...
1: I want to hear her, so I want to hear
0: this. Can (laughs) can I just say it this way? She can blow. Is that how they say it? Wow. Yes, and we don't know where she got it from. Oh, yes, we do. I mean, like, on earth, I'm saying. We
1: know where she got it
0: from. Yes.
1: Gifts and talents come. That's right. so
0: So when you talked about that, I wish what I'm saying is I... I love the Lord. i it wasn't a doubt about that with anybody that knew me. I would be convicted if I did something wrong like, oh my goodness, Lord, I'm so sorry. But the thing is, I again, as I said, I was I kept putting myself at the driver's seat, so it's so many areas that I missed the mark trying to control the narrative and yeah. as adult children, we have to when they become adults, they carry that with them in their adult years and they like my daughter in the rebellious stage of it right and you wonder learning how to love them and then god will you give me and he will god will you give me the opportunity where i got it wrong give me the opportunity in my baby girl's adult life to show her that i can show her listen i see you're an adult I love you. I want to love on you the way that you should be loved on as an adult and not me dictating to you how to do this, that and the third.
1: Oh, yeah. And I believe God will honor uh, that prayer. I know that um, there is no condemnation in Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said that, you know, will you forgive me? You know, and then just hearing her heart. And then Mm -hmm. she is charged also to forgive you um, for those things. But to hear the way that you describe her voice, you know, Mm -hmm. it comes from God, you know, and God is going to allow her to use her voice. And she has to be confident, you know, that Mm -hmm. it is God. So we'll be praying that, um, that she would just open herself up to God because, you know, a lot of times we do carry the things from our childhood mm-hmm. into our adulthood. But there is responsibility, you know, for our stuff, our own stuff, too. Yeah. So it's not just the stuff of our parents that weigh us down. It's the things that we think, the things that mm-hmm. we do, you know, also. I know my son, um, he he did the same thing. He he was uh, going to college. We allowed him to choose, what you know, wherever he wanted to go. He wanted to do... Um, You know, all throughout high school, he wanted to go to a Michigan school. He was really, you know, really (laughs) excited about that. He went on a college tour and um, he his mindset, I guess, just changed. All of a sudden he came back and he was like, mommy, the one that's giving me the most money is where I'm going. So, you know, we we want our kids to to go to college. Mm -hmm. Um, My my baby decided to go to an HBCU,
0: Mm -hmm. which.
1: I'm very proud of HBCU. I've learned so much about the history of HBCUs. Okay. I did not know about HBCUs, you know? Mm-hmm. And they gave my son a full scholarship. My son graduated magnum cum laude from his HBCU. you talking <laughs> about a proud parent. Now he went, remember, we went to the college, um, the, the college uh, class that told him, you know, you do not go mm-hmm. to school be a social work because you don't make any money.
0: Yeah.
1: We took that and was like, okay, well, Xavier, what do you want to do? And people were telling him engineer, engineer, engineer. Well my son went to he, he chose uh the HBCU. But do you know the engineering mm-hmm. program? They closed it. Okay, so he chose something else. He chose something about logistics and he was okay. going, he signed up, he was going full mm-hmm. ride. He went And the first day in the class he called me he said mommy this class is not for me (laughs) now in my mind and in my heart i knew all day my kid was a social worker but but what we heard i wasn't telling him gonna be a social worker because why am i gonna tell him what to do he gonna tell me that ain't what that you know i didn't Mm -hmm. want that so all Mm -hmm. i did was pray He Mm -hmm. called me that first day, mommy, this class is not for me. I don't like it. And I told him, me and my husband, we sat there and we said, okay. I said, look, I told my husband, I said, we can't tell him to finish Mm -hmm. that. I said, what we're going to do is pray. And we told him, you better pray. I said, and then go see one of them counselors at that school. I said, they got somebody (laughs) that you can talk to (laughs) because I didn't want to tell him he was a social worker you know and look my, my baby was in high school my baby was in high school and came and told me mommy he said mommy god told me to go to haiti i was like where is that i don't know where haiti is. i said where <laughs> And they didn't have an earthquake. What the world? Like, I got to send you where? And they got what? So I said, I had to put in practice what I was learning at church. Like, you don't have no fear. I don't. Okay, well, let me see, God. Like, you got to help me with this fear that's coming because I, yeah. gotta, I got it. And he is a social worker. So when he goes to, that, to the counselor at school, he told him, He he came back and he said, mommy, that man made me say all this stuff of what I like to do and this and that. He said, mommy, you won't believe what he told me my classes should be in. I said, what? He said, social work. And I did not tell my son. I knew it. I didn't do that. I said, well, praise God. I said, you yes. son, you got your classes? He said, mommy, I got my classes. I said, thank God, girl. When I got off that phone with him, my me and my husband, I called my husband. I said, you won't believe it. I said, <laughs> he knows who he is. He knows. My son knows what God told him. Yes. He and he's been walking in it, legitimately walking in it. And we cannot hold our children back based on our beliefs. So I, I told my kids, you don't have to do college. You don't have to do yes. this. You don't have to do that. What you yeah. got to do is what God called you to do. That's all I care about because I believe God holds, holds us accountable for training them up in the way yeah. that they need to go.
0: Oh my goodness, You now you just brought that in. Again, how we can confirm when we allow God to lead, he will control the narrative for us. And that brings us right to this. I was just getting ready to say, I'm going, in my thoughts, I'm saying, I want us to really drive into that when we're allowing God to lead. It's not always, okay, because there are some, we're talking about college, but what about for the child, the adult child, that that college is not for them? And then letting them understand Our ultimate responsibility is not an education, even though that's very important. Let's not get that confused. Ladies, we're not getting that confused. But our main goal in everything that we do should be honoring God first. That's our responsibility to teach our children that first. And you since you started on it, let's go there.
1: So I believe I, I truly believe God created us. I believe it wholeheartedly. There's right. no way in the world we are all put together. Everything, all the organs, the veins, the blood running, That's right. all of that is strategically done. So, Even God, how the babies get here, he he created us, right? So, what better person to go to for the answers? And I know, y'all, we do the best we can. There are people who don't believe that, who are living their dreams. Well, let them live what they believe. So since mm-hmm. I believe the word of God, then I should live by the word of God. Now I'm not going to do that. me yeah,
0: Kimberly, please.
1: Look, look <laughs> I gotta live by the word of God. You know, if this is what I believe, then I need to be seeking out those answers to those questions that I may right. have. You That's know, right. I don't. I, I don't sit up and, and try to act like I know everything, y'all. If, mm-hmm. if, if you really, I, I don't know, right? but I position myself around those people that God has put in my life. I position myself to learn. I position myself to always be ready to ask a question and then to receive the answer. And my, my check, my standard is, is God. Now you can call me uh, holy, holy, whatever. That's my life. I'm not ashamed. I, I, I truly am not ashamed. That's I right. even ask my kids, I tell them, I say, y'all, was I a good mama? And the answers are not always pretty. They are not always, you was the best mama, you read your No, it was like, you know, what? <laughs> my, my son <laughs> told me, he said, he said, mommy, I was the only kid that got in trouble for things that most kids don't get in trouble for. And I was like, well, give me an example, like, give me something, you know, and he said, uh, I got in trouble because I didn't want to write a book. Well, what else was you supposed to do then? You know, like if you didn't do what I told you to do, you're going to get in trouble. It didn't matter if it was a book or, <laughs> or something else. But I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate that he understood that he's different. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, like we got to see that our kids are not like everybody else. God made our kids different. I don't care if you got one kid or if you got, I got, I got two children that I bore. I have a bonus son that my husband has from a a previous uh, marriage. I'm Mm -hmm. raising my niece and nephew now, right? So I have, I have to look at these children as individuals. Yes. No comparison. No comparison. And when a kid comes and says, "Well, you did more for them, or you did this," and and you have to search, search your own self.
0: Yes, search
1: search your own self. Maybe, maybe you did do something that may have looked like that. Or if you are a parent that shows favoritism, then you got to own it. And if you're really deeply, truly sorry. You gotta ask for forgiveness for mm-hmm. doing that. There are a lot of things that we do as adults just because we we don't know. You yes. know, we trying, we doing our best, but don't act like you knew everything or oh like my don't goodness. Act like you better than than your child because sometimes you're learning things together. Yes, as human beings, you're learning together. And I believe when you instill the word of God in your child, Mm. grow up, believe that word, it will never depart from them. Yes. But they still have a choice, just like we had a choice.
0: And that part, talk about that, because when we think about that, even though we're talking about regarding we are loving how do we accept them how do we love them as our adult children but we also have to because the lord brings this so strong on me this is where we are but they also have a responsibility because you said it earlier forgiveness so forgiveness is a choice that's a choice we made
1: absolutely and
0: if when we choose not to forgive someone for something they really may not have known i think about me there were things I was just I'm raising my daughter and I'm giving it. I gave her the best of every part of me that I could give her, mm-hmm. that I knew how to do. I gave her that very best of me, that didn't always look the best maybe to um her in the adult years because the reality is, I did. I was as you speak, stated to a little bit ago when she became an adult. I was still dictating. <laughs> Still saying, no, that don't look good. You don't do that. Not, can you just, can you tell me what you think about when, why you're choosing that? And if that's her choice. No, I was, no, that as an adult, we're talking about her as an adult woman. And most times when we're dictating to them, that's where the rebellion comes in at. Now, Mm -hmm. even though what we see, because we, I can see as a parent, you can see, we can see when some stuff is not good. Oh, yes. We know it to be, and we know the outcome that's going (laughs) to come from that. So it's about the humility, trusting God and saying, Lord, even though I know this is wrong, I have to trust you that you're going to bring them to the reality that that they will see what it is without me forcing it. Because I was a them. I'm a force to see this.
1: I'm a witness. I am a witness, you know, what, what our daughters, you know, when they begin to date, you know, mm-hmm. part of us is is very overprotective and part of our, our nature is to be excited, you know, for them. And when you know something is not right, but you try yeah. to go along to get along and you want them not to be mad at you, at some point you got to say, you know what, God, you in control. Mm-hmm. You are in control because I, I uh, uh, another thing that I learned from the older women is when you tell someone what to do, they're going to do the opposite. opposite. And you don't want that. So I would tuck that in my pocket and say, okay, mm-hmm. you know when the time comes. now I didn't do it 100 percent. There was Ooh. times when I was like, hey, girl, do you okay, tell me, do you know him? Tell me his first and last, and middle Ooh, name. I mean, that- do you know his parents? Do you know? And I would do those things. To me, those are surface things.
0: Mm-hmm. It wasn't
1: until I got deep into my prayer where God would remind me, it ain't that I don't trust my daughter. It's that I don't trust God. And Ooh. I had to put trust in perspective, in the right perspective, which is, God, you created her. You can protect her well Way more than I can Yes. So I need to quit riding this girl And I need to let it play out And when I realized that I fasted I prayed I wore my husband's ear down At night I could talk it and get it off my chest Mm -hmm. We ready to just strangle folks And God was working it out Because we did not force Her to make a decision She made the decision on her own and when she made the decision it was like god sent the one that is for her i have a beautiful son added to my family my my daughter got married last year
0: congratulations
1: thank you you. and how i know is god is that they did not put more on each other when they were planning the 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 wedding they were really focused on the marriage. They were yes. focused on prayer. They were focused on God. Now mm. they wanted what they wanted, but they, their budget was low and their, their their I mean, when I say low, it was very low. They didn't even want us to take on responsibility mm. for the wedding. And then we over here like, can we do something? Like, like this don't even feel right. Can we help y'all, can we? It was absolutely beautiful from our pastor married them. The makeup artists watched them grow up. The photographers loved them and watched them grow up. The people, his family loves my daughter like she is their Mm. own. We love him like he's our own and it's all God. And it was because we did not put our stuff on them. You know what I mean? Like yes. Because we come with our as stuff. As much as we could. We, we got to realize that as adults, they got to learn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We might have learned late. I did, y'all. I learned late.
0: And so did I.
1: <laughs> I learned late, but I will say that um God, he kept me here for me to continue to learn. So I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And I, I love that my daughter... They can make their own mistakes, you know, mm-hmm. and we can laugh about it because they're still here. You yes. know, my son, you know, I, I don't want him to be a, a, a man that has all these women and and, and, and right. got all these babies. I don't want that from, from my son. Yes. And that's my yes. prayer is that he will keep God first. Yes. My prayer is that my daughter would treat her husband right, the mm. husband will treat. The daughter right. I, you know, I want them to prosper and every that's my prayer. Yes. I'm not calling them all day, every day, being in a uh, business talking about that's my daughter. No, I'm respecting come on. who come they on. are as adults. Come my on. son, he 22. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all when I see my son, I'll be like, Hey, son. Hey, son. But <laughs> I respect him. I don't tell him you better be in the house. I know you grown, but you gotta be. No, you know what these streets is like. You, you know, I'm going to pray and I'm going to get me a good night's sleep. I'm not going to be one of them parents that's up late, you know, at night wondering. No, these streets ain't ain't nothing pretty about the streets. So, you know, you can be in the gas station getting your gas and you can and, and, and get into some trouble that you didn't even cause. The yeah. safest place for you is right in the arms of Jesus. And that mm. is all that I, t- I can do every day yes. for, you know, for my children. Wow, you know well, what you know what I want to say too. I want to uh-huh. add that um even though our children are grown and, and, and we love that our children are off and on, it doesn't stop there. I think mm-hmm. you know, whether you got one or 10 or 20, I think when God blesses us, we are to bless other children. Mm-hmm. I think um that we have a responsibility yes. to pour into children you never know what a kid is going through you know behind those closed doors so though they're grown y'all we got to check on our neighbors check on our nieces and nephews the the kids at the school in your neighborhood check on the the youth ministry at church check on a child every single day that's our responsibility as adults wow
0: I love that. I love that. You know, um, in our last, we have probably just a few more minutes to go, but in that, I want to talk about well, not talk. I want to say this when you were talking. When my daughter, we used to call each, we were the Gilmore girls. I don't know if you remember that show.
1: The it Gilmore was, girls.
0: The Gilmore girls. It was a oh, mother yeah. and daughter. Yeah. That was my I daughter. never watched it, but I, I heard oh, of the, the Gilmore goodness. girls that was my daughter and me and that's not just me she and i knew that that was the, she and i knew that that was our thing, and we oh, always right. used to say that you know you used to have that show uh twos they would say two's company three's a crowd and our thing was you no know, it was like one is company Two is a crowd, right? So <laughs> my daughter was my company. So anybody else, so we kept it like that. It was just me and her. And I'm saying that because of the part how we talk about our children. We're we we're running it. We own it's like their possessions, right? Mm-hmm. And because of that bond I had with her that was so strong, when she became older, I couldn't release it, right? Mm-hmm. And so I want women to understand that as well. Our children are not our possession. They are God, they, they belong to our Heavenly Father, just like we belong to our Heavenly yeah. Father. Yeah. And we have to trust them in the hands of the Lord. And I didn't get that right away. And that's it's a lot funny. of pressure
1: taking yeah. off two of us. It is. Because
0: well. yeah. I'm learning it now. Even though I stated my daughter and I, we're in we're in a season of our life, we don't talk. And it's not, I want to. I, I'll say that a hundred times over. If I say it every episode, I miss my baby, I love her, and I, you know. Thank God for what he's doing because he's already shown me what he's going to do. I just need to be in a posture of continuously being before him. But I just want women to know, allow God to do the work. Just as you just said, it takes the pressure off of us when we just let him be who he is. Our father with a capital F. He's our father and let him be that for us.
1: But I knew this time as healing time to, you know, for you guys, Um, my prayer is that you will um, begin to speak, whether it's through cards or letters or pictures, Mm -hmm. you know, um, just just be able to mend that relationship. And God is a restorer. that that that's his goal. His goal is for
0: us to be restored. Yes. Now. Since we only have a couple minutes left, I want to leave that with you. Is there, can you tell me, is there something that you want to be able to tell to the ladies that you want to add? Because there's so much that we can unpack in this, right? And so we can't get it all in here. But is there something in the last couple minutes that you want to say to the ladies that you think would just be a powerful impact for them with their adult children on their journey?
1: I want to say, first of all, ladies, give yourselves a a pat on the back. You know, like we have to just really understand that we did the best that we could. We may not have made the right decisions all the time. Don't condemn yourself because um, it's just something that holds you hostage. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: um, love on your, your adult children today you know, let those former things pass away. You know, Mm -hmm. it's okay to go to your your adult child and and you can do it today. You can say, you know, will you forgive me for all the things that I may have done that have hurt you? I know of some things, but there are some things that I don't know. And can we put it behind us in Jesus' name, you know, and then move forward because time Mm -hmm. is short. COVID shows us that, you know, people are leaving here uh, more you know with, yeah. with things of sickness and disease but there mm-hmm. are things that will take somebody out that we didn't like we don't even know so enjoy mm-hmm. enjoy them enjoy yourselves with them
0: yeah. and don't um,
1: don't let those old things yeah uh, prevent mm-hmm. you from doing those loving things today
0: wow that was really good i thank you for that Now, the next thing I want you to tell me in less than 60 seconds, if you can, even though I have the information for you, if there are ladies, because you have a nonprofit, if there are are ladies out here that want to be able to connect with you, what are the areas that they, how would they connect with you?
1: Um, You can reach out to The Girls Factory. It is actually The Girls Factory. Mm
0: -hmm. You can go
1: to our website and check us out and see some of the things that we have done. Um, the website is www.iamthegirlsfactory.org. Um, you also can connect with us on Facebook, which is the girls factory. You can con- um, connect with us also on Instagram, which is I am the girls factory. Uh, you can email us at I am the girls factory at gmail.com. Y'all, it is amazing that God would uh, allow me to help young ladies. Uh, We help young ladies to be confident, courageous, compassionate, creative, and culturally aware. So you want your young ladies to be a part of our organization. We have tea parties. We do things that uplift them and they meet beautiful women in the community that have a story to tell.
0: So thank you.
1: you so much for having me today.
0: I am so glad that you joined us. Thank you. And will you come back again? Because we talked about forgiveness. So would you possibly come back when we could possibly dive into that even deeper at another call time? Me.
1: You better call All right. me.
0: Okay. Well, if you don't mind, I'm just going to speak to the ladies right now. Ladies, I just want to go ahead and just thank each one of you for taking the time to come and to, to just sup with us in a way as we speak about what it is that God has for us and what he has for our adult children. Now, I want to say that Trust God to do the healing and the mending because he will do it all for us if we would just trust him. And as always, my truth, I'm honored that God has placed this before me. And I'm looking forward to all that he alone will do by way of healing for so many women, including my.